Hey guys, thanks for tuning us in for this 73rd episode of Good Questions with Cameron Dole, brought to you by our friends at Smiley's Breezy Vapes. Special guests on this episode include comedian Judy Gold. We'll also visit with the newly crowned champ of The Voice, Carter Rubin. Actor and comedian, former VJ on MTV, Polly Shore. He'll be talking about a new movie, Guest House, which is available today on Netflix. We'll also visit with singer-songwriter Dorothy McCormick. And our final guest will be singer-songwriter Lena Page. If you would, please take the time to subscribe, drop a like, comment, leave some feedback, and of course, share with your friends. Our first guest is comedian and author talking about the book, Yes, I Can Say That, our good friend Judy Gold back on the program. First off, Judy, thank you so much for taking the time to be back on the show. Oh, my pleasure. You know, I love getting up early. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, for some reason, I, I have a, a hard time believing that, Judy. You know, it's fine. It's just that it's so weird in this COVID life. Um, I, I can't go to sleep till like three or four in the morning. It's ridiculous. So I'm, this was good. It's got me up before nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah. And Judy, I, I know we talked about uh, the book before, and I'm excited to kind of delve back into this, especially uh, with 2020, what it's been, Judy, have, have folks just uh, been getting a little bit more uptight about, well, they're getting uptight about everything. And, and obviously comedy is getting yeah. a feel, feeling that as well, right? Yeah, but, you know, it's like people are so starved for laughter. And, you know, and so I think, look, we're in a pandemic. We're seeing what life is like at a really low point in our history. And we can't start be attacking comedians for trying to make us laugh. You know, you, you cannot take the intent of the comic out of the joke, you know, and just say, oh, the person said this and she said that, or she, you know, she's joking about this, you know, pandemic. I'm not going to, no, it's like, it's a coping mechanism. And there are funny things about COVID that doesn't take away from the death or cheapen the, the pain, you know, it's just that it's a coping thing. And, and, you know, a lot of times, Judy, I, I've noticed this in, in I've been a stand-up comedy fan for ages, and sometimes in comedy, you guys talk about touchy subjects, put a little humorous spin on it, but but it also it, it ignites conversation as well, and it, and it also ignites change as well, even though people may not see it that way, right? Yeah, you know, it, 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 exactly. It's like a great joke makes you laugh and makes you think. think. And, it, like, it does... It does spark conversation, and there's no growth without discourse. I mean, you know, it's not funny unless it's the truth. And there's a reason why when you put on, like, any of these, like, talk show, panel talk shows, there's always – there's the pundits, but there's always a comedian there to ease the tension, to call the person out. You know, we're fearless truth-tellers, and that's why people are, you know, a little threatened by us. Judy, in 2020, oh. uh, challenges for everybody. Technology, I think, is uh, in the radio industry has been yeah. our biggest challenge. What's the, the, the biggest technical thing you've learned this year? Um, what's the biggest? Te- well, you know, that's good. I like that. I, well, I learned about lighting with my stupid <laughs> ring light. Uh, and I'm just like, all, all I do, I know exactly where to put it, but then I know exactly how to move my head so the ring's not on my glasses. And then... I don't know. I put a webcam together. I feel like I have like a little studio here, you know, (laughs) but it's not the same. I hate to tell you. It's not the same. Now, now, Judy, how do you think, how do you see what, uh, what has happened in 2020? How do you see that affecting the comedy industry moving forward? That's such a good question. I don't know. I mean, comedy is, is like the worst place for COVID. You have your mouths open, you're, and they're and they're you're laughing hopefully um and they're small spaces um but i think in a way we learned how to do comedy you know not in that environment too so i i think you know with this live streaming people could go to clubs and and also stream it to people in europe and stuff you know who knows i think everything's going to change but you know we still got to let 
allow people to laugh, you know? That'll never change people getting offended. <laughs> That's right. Again, the book, yes, I can say that. And, and Judy, what uh, what has been your reaction to the feedback that you've gotten from other comedians? I mean, uh, obviously, they're kind of like, preach on, sister, right? Well, you know, it's funny because they've called me and they, they're like, oh, there's so much stuff I didn't know about, you know, co- about the history of stand-up and, and, and uh, you know, about people like Richard Pryor and George Carlin and Joan Rivers and um, Lenny Bruce. So I think it's, it's like you, there's so much history in it, and it's sort of like a polemic. It's an argument, and all my evidence is funny jokes. Like I, I try to make a point, and then I use material. So people, I think, really liked it because it was an easy read, but it's also important, you know? Now, now, COVID being what it's been, has has it made joke writing or, or being funny, has it made it more of a challenge this year for you? You know, it, it's sort of when the audience, it's such a good icebreaker because we're all thinking the same thing. We're all in the same boat. It's an equalizer. Comedy's an equalizer. And it's like when you get up there and talk about, oh, my God. Can you believe this? You know, and I have a joke, you know, my car is getting four months to the gallon. You know, when you joke about it like that and everyone's in the same boat, that's great. But doing jokes like that doesn't mean that I'm not pained by the horrors of COVID. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's sort of like the perfect palette for comedy that everyone's thinking the same exact thing at the same exact time. That's right. And again, uh, that the book, yes, I can say that when they come for the comedians, we are all in trouble by Judy Gold. Judy, always want to make sure and uh, and let our listeners know where to find more info about the book and uh, and all you got going social media wise as well. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, if you go to my website, judygold.com, there's all these links for the book and you can see uh, the gigs. I'm doing virtual gigs over Christmas. And then, uh, on Instagram and Twitter, I'm at Judy Gold, J E W D Y G O L D, because I'm Jewish. <laughs> That's great stuff. Well, Judy, it is it is always great to visit with you. I wish you the happiest of holiday seasons and a, a very happy new year as well. Same to you. Thank you so much. Up next, newly crowned champ of the voice, youngster Carter Rubin. I don't think anybody's had uh, a week quite like Carter has had. We've got uh, Carter Rubin, the champion of The Voice 2020. And uh, first off, Carter, thank you for taking the time to be on the show this morning. No problem. Thank you for having me. Now, now, Carter, you uh, are probably one of the few people that would say that uh, 2020, there was a, at least a phase in there that, that time flew by extremely fast. What has, <laughs> what has this crazy roller coaster ride of the, of the voice, uh, wh- what has it taught you about yourself this year? I think it taught me that um, music is really capable of bringing light to other people's lives because 2020 has been a very hard year for a lot of people. And I think people need music and entertainment right now. And I think I was so lucky to be a part of the cast that was doing that for people and bringing people joy and light through music. What were your reactions uh, from from the social media? I mean, you got a a huge social media following here in the U.S. And uh, what has that made you feel like this season to see all the support that's been in been in your corner? Um, it's, it makes me feel really blessed and thankful. Um, a lot of people really rallied behind me and supported me and voted for me and made sure that I was able to do what I love to do. And, um, it just means the world to me, man. And, and who was it that, that, that was the nudge in the back kind of nudging you to, uh, to do the audition in the first place? Was that, was it something that you knew you had to do or, or did you have to have a little, uh, a little push, if you will? It, it was, um, it was. A family effort for sure. Um, my family always encouraged me to follow my dreams and do what makes me happy. And they know singing makes me happy. And so I just finally said, like, oh, let's do it. You know, let's take a shot. And no way was I expecting to win the voice. That's just insane. Now, now, what, when was when did you know that you had a, a special talent? When uh, w- was it you that knew it, or was it was it somebody else that uh, that told you, "Hey, you've got a voice that's unmistakable." You know, um, I started gigging 
around Long Island when I was uh, starting at seven years old. And um, people came to me and told me that I had a talent beyond my years and I was moving people and inspiring. And, like, that meant so much to me. And I was like, I think this is what I want to do. I want to sing, but I don't want to just sing. You know, I want to be an artist and I want to make people feel something. And, and Carter, what was maybe the biggest, um, what were maybe some of the questions that you asked Gwen and some of the other mentors this year that, that, that really stuck with you? Things that things that, that you're going to take into 2021 and beyond? Um, Gwen has been such an excellent mentor for me. She taught me so much about being myself and she believed in me and she had so much confidence and faith in me and I could not be more grateful for her. As, as we get ready to head into 2021, obviously uh, you have a, a, a great opportunity to, to not only make music, but also to, to touch lives. And, and how important is that as, as you move forward to, to share music and, and share inspiration to, to the fans that you've got? Um, I definitely think it's really important because I still think people just need music as much as possible. And I really want to I, my music has been so well received so far, and I want to keep going and keep expanding on that, and I want to make people feel something. And and Carter, if folks want to keep up with uh, with new music that you got coming out, uh, also all of the social media and uh, upcoming activities that are coming up as well, where's the where's the best place people can keep up with you? Yes, you can follow me on my Instagram and my Twitter at Carter J Rubin where I'll have all the latest updates and all the latest information for everyone to know about. All right. Well, again, Carter Rubin, congratulations, the uh, the all-new winner of The Voice. Carter, hope you have a, uh, a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday season, and uh, hopefully we can catch up in the new year. Sounds good. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Again, thanks to our sponsor, Smiley's Breezy Vapes, 313 Falcon Road. Always got red basket specials. Check out their disposables as well. They've got the largest selection of disposable flavors in southwest Oklahoma. Of course, doors are open. Masks are required to cover your nose and your mouth. If you have any questions, give them a call, 471-VAPE. That's 580-471-8273. Up next, we visit with one of my favorites, Polly Shore. New movie Guest House is available now on Netflix. First off, Polly, thanks so much for taking the time to be on the show. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. It's also on Netflix. It just it released on Netflix today, oh. actually. All right, and, and uh, Polly, to have something, uh, a new project, especially on Netflix in 2020, I mean, uh, how huge is that this year, brother? Well, it all, it all, you know, led up to this. The, um, the movie came out on blu-ray and and it's out on uh you know direct tv and you could buy it on amazon and all that stuff and then netflix finally picked it up so we're all pretty excited if folks haven't seen uh the, the trailers or the or the previews about about guest house give give our listeners just a little insight uh into the the special on netflix now well it's basically i live a guy or i play a guy that won't leave the guest house so there's this young couple they buy this house but there's one catch that Polly shore is living in the guest house you know and i won't leave yeah and uh and trouble ensues and, and i don't want to tell you that anything else but that but it's rated r so it's definitely not for the kids um but it's uh you know it's kind of american pie meets hangover it's got that tone very raunchy and uh, I don't know. It was fun to do, and I think people are going to really enjoy it. And, and right now, Polly, I don't think there's a time in in the world where uh, folks don't need to have a laugh, at least. And uh, for you to, to keep that tradition, I mean, uh, you've been making us laugh since, well, I, I remember since the, the VJ days back at, uh, at MTV. And for you to see a, a new generation of fans coming along, Polly, how cool is that, my brother? I think it's cool. I mean, you know, you know the business it's an interesting business, you know, um, you know, you get thrown around so much, um, up and down. And, but I think really, truly at the end of the day, it's about the love that I have for, you know, making people happy and, and the love that I have for, you know, creating stuff. And that, that's, that's my come from, it's always been my come from. And at the end of the day, you know, you, you release projects, whatever it is, it could be a little video online. It could be a movie. You just don't know, you know, you don't know, how things are going to be perce- you know perceived you know you do your best job and you move on and you know fortunately for this 
particular film, all the stars lined up for it, you know, and people really enjoy it and the script and the characters and the people in it. And so it's fun comedy. So. And Polly, how is uh, how is your celebration leading up to 2021, the the new year? How how much different is it looking this year, my friend? It's looking pretty different, huh? just like most people. You know, it's uh, you know, we're just kind of checking this one off. But I think at the end of the day, you know, it's 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 about appreciating the little things that got taken from us. I mean, you know, I mean, you've been to Starbucks lately. You know, you can't even. We we used to take sitting for granted in Starbucks. We would sit there with our computers and and speak loud and just do our thing, and that that got taken from us. And and it's the little things like that that once the vaccine is injected in the most people, I think people should take the vaccine. I think the FDA and all that stuff they wouldn't put it out there if it wasn't bulletproof, you know, um, and start injecting people with this. I don't think they're that stupid. Um, and I think that, I think that, um, the whole world needs to, you know, take this and we need to get back to, uh, you know, touching people, hugging people, high-fiving people, you know, it's like you shake someone's hand now and you're thinking, oh man, I think I just got Corona, you know, (laughs) who knew the plexiglass business was going to take off like it did. (laughs) That, that, that is right. Now, now Polly, how has this year, uh, as far as inspiration has, has it been a, a year that's been hard for you to find inspiration or motivation on new projects? No, because of, thank God, because of the internet and YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and all this stuff. Um, you know, we're, we're able to shift into putting stuff out online. So if you follow my YouTube page or, or my Instagram or all that stuff, I just constantly put out stuff. So, you know, I'm kind of using that, those platforms as a way to kind of, you know, express myself. And, and Polly, what is, what has been the, uh, the, the biggest technical thing you've had to learn this year? I, I know we're, we're, we're close to the same age and I know for me, I've had to learn zoom. What's, uh, what's been your technical uh, thing you've had to cover this year? I think you're right. I think Zoom, you know, I think just that whole, that whole world of speaking to someone through, you know, through, um, you know, computer. And I think, I think honestly, though, in a way, you know, once things get back, I think there's going to still going to be kind of a, this whole Zoom world that isn't going to go anywhere. And I think that's kind of cool, you know, in a way, like if you can't hop on a flight, if you can't hop on a flight, and you can't make it like, hey, let's just zoom, you know. So that's right. Well, uh, again, Polly, Guest House, the movie uh, available on Netflix, DVD, Blu-ray as well. Polly, I want to make sure and let folks know where they can keep up with uh, with all your socials and uh, and everything else you got going on as well. Yeah, it's just Polly Shore on everything. And that's it. But I want people to see Guest House. Also, check out my YouTube page. I've got a lot of fun videos on there as well. All right. We're Polly. Always great to visit with you, sir. Hope you have a a great rest of 2020 and catch up uh, again in the new year, my friend. All right. Peace out. Thanks again to the sponsor of our Friday episode, Smiley's Breezy Vapes. Check them out online at smileysbreezyvapes.com or you can check them out on Facebook. Their doors are open. They've got their protective plexiglass, but masks are required to cover your nose and mouth. They've also always got a new selection of new hardware and the largest selection of disposable flavors in Southwest Oklahoma. Give them a call, 580-471-VAPE. That's 580-471-8273. Our next guest on the podcast today is a country singer, songwriter, a, a little bit of all of that, uh, blended into one, Dorothy McCormick. And first off, Dorothy, thank you so much for, for taking the time to be on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Now, now tell us a little bit uh, about the single and uh, obviously worth, worth fighting for. Just kind of how, how did this, this one come about for you? So this song is about a year and a half old now. Um, because I'm in high school, my mom always encouraged me to enter scholarship contests. And so I was involved in the American Legion oratorical contest. And 
through that, I had the opportunity to go to their national competition in Indianapolis. And while I was there, there was an organization called Constituting America that I was able to meet. And they said, we have this scholarship contest where we try to encourage young people to learn about the Constitution. And they were telling me the different things. And they said, oh, one thing you can do is write a song. And I got so excited because <laughs> I was passionate about music. I was passionate about speaking. I would, had always been passionate about my country. And I had never found something that combined those things. And so before I was even home from the one competition, I was already looking into it. And so I spent some time just thinking about, you know, it's a hard, it is a bit hard because it's like, okay, what does the constitution mean in your life today? And I wanted to do something more than just like, obviously the, the constitution's a long document that you could put a melody to and you could sing it, but I wanted to do something <laughs> a little bit more meaningful. So one thing that has always been a big part of my life and my love of my country is the story of my great uncle who lost his life in the Vietnam War. And every Christmas we go and visit his brother and his sister-in-law and they always, they always talk so fondly about him. And it, you can tell what, what his sacrifice means to our family and what it means to our country. And since that had such a big impact on me, I thought to myself, what if I could write him a letter? You know, I'm never going to meet him in person, but what if I could write him a letter? And I realized that that was really what the constitution meant to me is that because people gave their lives so that I could be free, now I have the opportunity to give back. And so the song Worth Fighting For was born and I, shot a music video in Washington, D.C. with my parents on my phone. And it was an extremely hot day. It was 100 degrees outside. <laughs> and we visited all, we visited the Washington Monument. We visited the Lincoln Memorial, the archives, just going around to some of those major sites, uh, Martin Luther King Memorial, just to kind of bring it to bring the, the message and the video together. And then Several months later, we heard from Constituting America saying they loved the song and I had won. And I just, I didn't realize what me writing the song, what that journey would start, because now I've been able to see what an impact it's had. I've been able to record it and release it and perform. And it's just been, it's been an amazing journey and it's helped me really come, come out of my shell and talk to people <laughs> and perform. And so Constituting America just does so much for the young people that participate. And I couldn't be more grateful for all the opportunities that they've given me. And, and you talked about how you you've gone through the orator and all, all of those things. D has this also made it because I know people that can get I, I do know folks that, that, that love to do speeches, but they're not great conversation wise. Has this helped you on that side as well? It definitely has, because I found I honestly thought originally that I'd just go, I'd stand up and speak and I would come off the stage. But oftentimes it involves dinners, it involves thank you notes, it involves meeting the people that your speeches impact. And that has definitely helped me grow in my conversation skills and really making sure that the speech isn't just what I'm able to write down and memorize and give to people, but it's something that's that's a part of me and what I can say in conversation as well. And so I've just loved the skills that I've been able to grow from that. And, and how much different is the, are the skills that you use songwriting as opposed to uh, uh, speech writing? Honestly, I think they're pretty similar. Um, at both times I'm trying to tell a story most of the time because the facts are important, story, history is important, but if you can't make it mean something to somebody, then what's the point? And so it's definitely, it's telling a story in a different way. You wanna make somebody feel something in both music and in giving the speech. And so the two definitely have come together. Music is more difficult and easier at the same time. <laughs> I know that's a bit of a, a paradox there, but I have the, the part of being able to get into the feel of the music, but then it's harder to make it make sense sometimes because you can't always use complete sentences in music and you, everything has to flow a little bit better. <laughs> that, that's pretty funny. I like and, and plus, it's a, sometimes it, it could be a little bit more enjoyable because you could just, you know, break out in a riff or something, right? 
<laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> I um, I learned classical guitar, and so riffs have been something hard for me to catch on. I could maybe like bust out in some Beethoven. <laughs> so that doesn't come supernaturally to me. So it depends on the situation. Absolutely. Well, well, being classically trained, uh, how uh, how has that helped you for uh, the writing process, the songwriting, and then also the production elements as well? So dedication and patience has definitely been a huge foundation. I really did not like classical guitar for a very long time, but the expectation was that I would practice an hour a day and that I would do my best. And so I built that perseverance and that dedication of doing something that I didn't really like. And now that I'm doing something that I love, it allows me to, to keep the, the gusto to keep going in that as well. And then I did learn a lot of music theory, a lot of, okay, I know what sounds good together. And it makes me be able to easily go to a, a C, A, F chord. So even though I won't, I'll never probably have to play Beethoven in on stage and concert because I did that at one point. The more basic things are so much easier. Production is definitely something I'm still learning. Every time I try it, it makes me more and more thankful for people who are professional <laughs> music producers. Oh my goodness. I have the equipment. I've watched tutorials and talked to people and it is very difficult and it definitely, it definitely takes a dedicated and talented person to do it. So sometimes it's just learning to be grateful for people who are able to help you. Now, now what in 2020 have you, have you spent most of your time, uh, uh, honing in on skills? Has it been the writing? Has it been the playing? Has it been the vocals maybe? Definitely a lot of, of voc work. I have been able to just, because of my school schedule being online, I have had a lot of time to, okay, I sit down, I do a little work, and then I'm able to put one to two to three hours into singing and listening into music. And that has allowed me to grow and really find out what my style is, not just imitating other artists. 2020 has also been the beginning of the year was I had so much canceled in my life, so many things that I'd worked up to and for a couple years now. And I thought it was just going to be the worst year ever. But musically through social media, God opened a lot of doors for me. And I met a lot of amazing people that have mentored me this year. And so while being shut in and not being able to go places I thought was going to be the worst thing ever, I think musically it's been my biggest year so far. And speaking of uh, of music, I, I know you got the guitar there with you. Are 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 you gonna play the uh, the, the single? What uh, what what you yes, want to play for us? I'd love to play it for you now if you want me to. I brought some of my own songs to play, some other songs that that I love. So whatever you want to hear, I'm ready to play. I, I'll let you. I'll let you choose. Just play a couple. That'd be great. Okay. So this is worth fighting for, and. I might get a little choked up at one point because it means a lot to me, but I think that's something that's super special about it. Even though I'll never get to see your face, I can still honor the life that you gave. For a principle that changed all of history For the home of the brave and the land of the free When all 39 of the men signed Document that would change billions of lives They didn't know how and what changed yours and mine But now I can live in a world where I'm free to stand up for what I believe Where I'm free to speak against the injustice that When our hopes start to fade, when our bonds start to break we can go back to the basics that built our worlds worth fighting for, worth fighting for. And some wonder why 
men would give their lives to fight an enemy of impossible size. But those men knew that what they left behind was a place where I I am free to stand up for what I believe. I am free to speak against the injustice that I see. When our hopes start to fade, when our bonds start to break, we can go back to the basics that built our world worth fighting for, worth fighting for. The only hard part is that you never came for me. Though I know that you gave everything that you had. And so I will stand up for what I believe. And so I will speak against the injustice that I see. When our hopes start to fade, when our bonds start to break, we can go back to the basics that built a world worth fighting for. That's good stuff right there. That's good Thank stuff. You. Now, now, speaking of music in 2020, what is what has been the most inspirational or maybe motivational song from wherever, wherever this year that uh, that's that's kept you motivated? I think the song that has meant the most to me is "Rainbow" by Casey Musgraves. I just my mom said something earlier, like. Rainbow really goes with your name because Dorothy Gale from The Wizard of Oz, somewhere over the rainbow. And just rainbows mean a lot in my life. There's, I have this kind of fractured glass in my bathroom. And there are some times where I get up in the morning, I'm just like trying to find the motivation to go through the day. And I turn around and there's just little rainbows all over my bathroom. And it's just like God kind of saying, it's going to be okay. And so that, that song has meant a lot to me this year. You Say by Lauren Dankel has definitely been for a couple years now, a big song for me. Um, Taylor Swift has come out with some amazing stuff. You know, there's just one thing about music is it carries us through these tough times. And that has been really, really helpful. Now, who is the singer songwriter that uh, that inspires you the most by uh, by what they do, not only musically, but 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 in the other parts of their life as well? I'm definitely incredibly inspired by Gabby Barrett. Watching her over the past year and a half, two years, just one, go from being a really small artist to just taking the entire country genre by storm, but her personal life as well. It's very, one thing that really daunted me about joining the music industry is my Christian faith has always been very important to me. And there's a lot of noise everywhere. And there's a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. And I was just like, oh, is it, is it possible to stay grounded? And while I do lean more towards the Christian genre personally, watching her just carry herself with so much grace and the way she treats people and the life that she lives. And I'm so happy for her and her husband for their baby that they're expecting. And I think it's just beautiful. I think she's a living example of what what it means to be authentic to yourself and still still thrive in the music industry that's uh that that that's a good example uh, you, you got uh, there, there's a lot of folks out there obviously and you, you picked a good one there with gabby and uh, now you you said you've got some other favorites that you you, you had uh, lined up i'm gonna let you if, if you're willing to play another favorite for us i, I okay. listen i will one of my favorite songs that I worked on this summer was Faithful God by I Am They. I just love their organic sound as an artist, and I love this song as well, so I'd like to play it for you. I am surrounded on every side see the light of day but i am persuaded beyond all hope you won't let go of me 
I stake my claim on every word you say. You will not be late. I will sing through fire and thunder. Cause you are on my side. I trust you with my life. I know my story. It isn't over. Even against all odds. You are a faithful God. You're a faithful God. The darkest of weather. I can't see, I still believe you're good. So I'm moving forward through crashing waves. I know I'm safe with you. You hold my life, you hear my cry with every breath inside. I will sing through fire and thunder. Cause you are on my side I trust you with my life I know my story It isn't over Even against all odds For you are a faithful God That's who you are convinced that your promises will hold together and I will dwell in the hope of your love forever. I am convinced that your promises will hold together and I will dwell in your love. I will sing through fire and thunder cause you are on my side. I trust you with my life. I know my story, it isn't over. Even against all odds, oh, you are a faithful God. That's who you are. Well, well, Dorothy, if folks want to uh, want to find more information about uh, about your music, about uh, social media wise, uh, everything you've got going on, what's the best way for folks to keep up with you? The best way for folks to keep up with me is definitely Instagram. I'm probably most active on there. I'm very passionate about advocating for people to be themselves and to take care of themselves. My mental health journey has been a big part of my music journey, and so I try to use even the small platform I have on Instagram to um, speak to people through music. I'm also on YouTube and a lot of my stuff is available through Constituting America as well. They've been super fantastic in promoting my work. So you can stream Worth Fighting For on all major music platforms. You can find it on Constituting America's YouTube page. And anybody who's willing to um, check them out and see where they can go with the work that they do, they aren't just about music. They promote young people who are writers, who are speakers, who are actors. The work that they do for America and for America's young people is absolutely wonderful. And so whether you're a young person looking to grow or whether you're an older person looking to donate and help us young people grow, I just encourage anyone to check it out. You, you, you were looking really hard at me whenever you said, or if you're an older person, that hurt my feelings. No. <laughs> well, Not if really. you're older than college, unfortunately, you can't enter the contest anymore. I understand that. I just had to give you a hard time. <laughs> Well, Dorothy, it has truly been a, a privilege to visit with you today. I, I appreciate you taking some time uh, out of your schedule this week, and hopefully we can catch up again in, uh, in the new year. That would be wonderful. Thanks again to our sponsor for this 73rd episode of Good Questions with Cameron Dole, Smiley's Breezy Vapes. Check them out at 313 Falcon Road. They've got red basket specials. Always got some kind of a special going on, plus up-to-date mods and hardware. Their doors are open. They do ask you to keep your mask on and have your nose and mouth covered. 
The largest selection of disposable flavors in Southwest Oklahoma, from the novice to the vaping legends, Smiley's Breezy Vapes will take care of you. 313 Falcon Road, here in Altus. Our next guest on the podcast is a friend of the show and country singer and songwriter, Lena Page. And Michael, I, I'm so sorry, I totally blanked on the last name, but... Uh, Ricks, Ricks. That's that's an easy one, too. <laughs> it's yeah. not common, but it's... Yeah. Well, first off, Lena, thank you so much for, for taking the time. And uh, how how ready are you to put uh, 2021 on the end of everything that you've oh, got? Oh, man. I probably feel the same way everybody else does. We're ready to move on with this year. thought 2018 was hard. 2020 was a little different, so... It, it, it has been a, a different year. And, and for you, Lena, has it uh, has inspiration for music this year and for writing and stuff like that? Has it been easier or has it been harder to find inspiration this time? Actually, it's been harder for me. Um, I had way more inspiration before um, COVID hit. I know a lot of people have written some really awesome songs about COVID. <laughs> I, I'm not one of those. I did not jump on the COVID bandwagon, but I. Um, um, I have written a lot about rain. I wrote a new song uh, that I'm really excited about because um, it's been raining a lot in 2020. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I have written some other songs, just not about COVID. Now, tell us about the about the single Joan of Arkansas, just uh, for our listeners and the, the writing process behind this one. Well, um, actually, I wrote that with a gentleman here in Nashville. His name is Robbie Jenkins, and we wrote that song uh, specifically for uh, victims of domestic violence and uh, the abused. And um, anybody that knows me knows I'm a a protector of the innocent. I um, am a huge animal uh, senior citizen, child advocate. Um, I work with World Orphans Day and the STARS Foundation on a daily basis. And uh, so when, after I wrote this song, I became associated with those um, organizations and decided to use this song to um, help bring awareness to the orphans in the United States and um, around the world. And when I decided to do that, um, the producer actually reached out to Tanya and said, hey, Tanya, she's doing this song and I think you're really gonna like it. And she said, well, I'll, I'd like to do a duet with her on it. And so we got together in the studio and we did a duet on it. And I love it. I love Tanya. I think she's amazing. And uh, so I'm very excited about this song. Yes, it is a, um, it's a hard topic for a lot of people. But the message of the song is hope. And it's holding on to your faith. And uh, we need that, especially during the holidays for a lot of these people and during COVID. And that's one thing that's nice about music is that music, you can touch some some, some ugly subjects and, and make people think without, uh, oh, I don't, I, with, with, without offense, if you will. And uh, for, for, yeah. for you to be able to share music to, to get people thinking as well. I mean, that's got to mean uh, something extra special to you as well, especially for Tanya to buy into it like that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, she's a wonderful person. And so we, um, we had a shot of tequila and, did a song together. <laughs> it turned out great. What was that process like in the in the studio with them? Um, you know, she just is so amazing. Um, I had actually recorded my part, and then she came in after I was done with my part, and um, she is so quick and so amazing. And she already had heard the song. So she already had, like you say, bought into it. She believed in it. She really wanted to promote it. So she just came in and I swear, we were all sitting there in awe because she just, you could tell she was singing it from her soul. And I loved that because I really sang it from my soul too, because it was such, you know, it's such a um, heartfelt topic and um, a major topic for me. So I, when she came in and, and she gave it her all, we were just blown away. It was wonderful. And the producer was like, is Kent Wells, who is also Dolly Parton's producer. And he was so excited. He was like, this is amazing. You know, so <laughs> yeah, it was, it was truly amazing. 
Well, in in 2020, a lot of folks talk about uh, different things that they've honed in some skills on. And what what has 2020 allowed you? What have you focused in on uh, personally? Well, I've had to shift gears this year, like a lot of people. I mean, we do everything Zoom now and, and, you know, I can't really reach out to the fans. You know, I'd love to be able able to perform live for them. And uh, my band is amazing. And we have so much fun on stage and the crowd really gets into it. And, you know, and I, I love performing. So not being able to do that, I've had to really shift gears and try to, um, figure out what I'm doing. (laughs) So I actually have um, taken on several different hats like everybody else has and um, just trying to make the best of it and moving forward and looking forward to 2021. I mean, what else can we do? You know, now, now how is, uh, how are your holiday uh, plans been changed this year? Um, My holiday plans. I'm actually, I may be just going to Florida. That's not a bad idea. I may just go to the beach and say, adios, amigos. <laughs> I don't know. What are you doing this year? Do you know yet? He's always performing somewhere. He's. I mean, part of the 2020 thing is I'm keeping the bills paid. So I'm playing <laughs> shows and playing parties, you yeah. know, private little, you know, parties with all a few, a few people, yeah. you know, just playing those and paying the bills right up until the holidays. Cause this is, this has just been like, keep the money rolling. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> it has been that way for everybody. I think so, including me, you know, I've had, to, like I said, I've had to wear several di- different hats. So. Yeah. I, uh, us radio guys, we're not uh, used to the cameras and all that stuff. So I- I'm used to the audio, not the videos, but uh, <laughs> what, what, uh, what's the biggest uh, technological uh, advance that you've made this year? Oh goodness. Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I thought that's what cars did. Zoom, <laughs> zoom, zoom. You know, and now all of a sudden it's zoom. Yeah. Mazda. <laughs> I'm right? not promoting Mazda. <laughs> zoom, zoom. <laughs> I'm not promoting any car company unless, you know, Bentley wants to throw me a Bentley. You know, I'll <laughs> take a convertible, please. <laughs> or a pickup truck for my horses. I would love that. Uh, but anyway, um, no, zoom has been, I've been trying to get used to that, you know, and, uh, uh, just doing everything virtually. No, it's uh, it has been a challenge, and uh, I, I'm excited. You, you you bragged big time on Michael here, so I'm I'm excited to to listen to him uh, strum something. And uh, I don't know what what you got. Well, we thought um, we would play you a couple songs, if that's all right. That'd be great. Um, how many songs do you want to hear today? Two. It'd be awesome. Two. We got two. So. Um, The title track to the album is called Roses in December. And we, um, my mom and I, all of the songs on the album we've written together and, um, or separately. And uh, so uh, the very first song we wrote, I was 15, I came home from school and she said, help me write this song. And I was like, okay, you know, I'd never written with her before. So I never even thought about that, but she wrote every day, she's 82. And she still is writing every day. And the songs are so amazing. Um, So we wrote this song and actually I put it out on Reverb Nation. It went went number two in the world on Reverb Nation like overnight. And that was awesome. So I have fans in Argentina and Fiji and Africa. So um, I love it that they love this song too. So we'll go ahead and do Roses in December for you.
Sometimes it gets so lonely You're not here at night. I miss your gentle love. My arms ache to hold you tight. Oh, but then I hear your music playing on the radio. Watch that guy and stand still. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. <laughs> well, we wanted to do. Uh, uh, I wrote a song. You ain't no match. I don't know if anybody knows about that song, but that song actually went number one for two weeks on on um, one of the charts. I can't re remember which one it is right now, but um, I did that. If you'd like us to play that, and then we can do Jonah Barkinsaw. Is that okay? That'd be great. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we wanted to play you an upbeat one. That'd be awesome, eh? and I love the banjo too. Oh, banjo's awesome. You ready? Yep. All right, let's do it. So I wrote this with Bill DeLuigi here in Nashville. So don't even try it.
stuff I, I i always worry when we're doing a zoom and somebody's playing i hate to bob my head because usually i'm about a half a second delay yeah, you are <laughs> you are and like, I, uh, no rhythm at all <laughs> it's all good <laughs> we understand with zoom i've got zoom down now so i, I try to just tap my feet so it doesn't look so <laughs> well that song it's so fun and it motivates you so you know you gotta get into it you know that's right. Now, uh, but before you play another one, I wanted to give uh, all of our listeners a chance to know. Uh, we'll remind them again at the end. But uh, social media wise, where's uh, where's the best place uh, to find the music, uh, tour dates, all that kind of stuff too. Well, I wish we had some tour dates set up. If anybody's got any ideas or want to come have us play, uh, we'd love it. Um, we're located around Nashville, so um, anywhere though, we love to play. So if anybody wants to have us play a private party or anything like that, we would love that. Um, um, but all my social media is under Lena Page Music. So there's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I would love more followers on Twitter. So <laughs> I just would like that. So if anybody would just kind of reach out to me on Twitter, I would love that. And you have TikTok too. And I have TikTok now. <laughs> so um, over Thanksgiving, I went and stayed with friends and they have cows and they feed their cows these treats. And on TikTok, the cows are just like on top of me trying to get these treats. And I'm anyway, so if anybody has an opportunity to check that video, that's it's really funny. Well, I'll be checking that one out as well. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. And well, then my website is lenapage.com. Lena Page, and that's P-A-I-G-E. Correct. Yes. Right. Well, I uh I I'm truly privilege to have you guys on today and uh, i know you've played a couple for us and i and uh, i'm really looking forward to the uh the, the latest single i think you guys are gonna play that one for us too we are joan of arkansas yeah it uh i call it sos it's a song of substance and is. we're kind of lacking those nowadays so if anybody has any songs of substance they would like to throw my way that I could listen to. I would love that. I encourage my fans to send me their songs and, and let me listen to them. I love listening to everything they have because um, everybody has a voice. And uh, especially with Joan of Arkansas, um, I've had people reach out to me and just say, you know, I listened to your song and it really touched my heart. And I was there, I was abused. Um, you know, I was a victim of abuse and uh, your song is uh, at the right time at the right place and uh, i truly feel that also so sos songs of substance they touch the heart and that's what we do with this song so we'll play that for you Give me today. Lord, I'm praying. Just show me the way. You know, you know everything, and you can forgive all. But just in case you don't recognize my face, I'm Joan of Arkansas. Give me the day. And Lord, I 
cut in on his strumming at all <laughs> i know well i you know i get so caught up in that song i forget where i'm at sometimes you know and that's the thing about doing live shows is we just kind of mix it up once in a while and <laughs> but um you know and um i just love that song it it does touch my heart and i get singing it and i forget where i'm at and i just uh want to tell everybody you know if you are having hard times right now please reach out to somebody there are people out there for them and so i always encourage people and if anybody wants to look at what we're doing for the stars foundation it's uh these stars foundation.net and you can actually go on and donate um, under Lena Page and Tammy Tucker, Joan of Arkansas. Well, Lena and Michael Ricks, I got it. The, I, I made sure yes. I kept it in uh, in the file for a moment at least. It has been great to have you guys to to visit with us today. Wish you guys the happiest of holiday seasons. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that stuff. Thank That's you, right. thank you very much. That's right. Thank well, you. you guys have a great rest of your week as well. Okay, thank you. Again, thanks for joining us for this 73rd episode of Good Questions with Cameron Dole. If you ever have a comment, question, or anything else you'd like to know, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at GQ with Cam. If you'd like to help out in the funding for this podcast, feel free to click the support tab and follow the instructions. If you have a special guest idea, email me, gqwithcam at gmail.com. Again, thanks to Brandon Allen, our good friend, for pinning the tune for the theme song for Good Questions with Cameron Dole. We're going to let him play us out. Hope you guys have a great weekend. And again, thanks to our sponsor, Smiley's Breezy Vapes at 313 Falcon Road here in Altus. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Join us for episode 74 coming up on Monday. Monday.